In a time where startups are booming and entrepreneurship is at a peak, we have a service that will help elevate any business. Univercole provides graphic design services that can take your business to the next level. These services include customized logos, business cards, brochures, flyers, and documents such as letterhead to help you distinguish your brand identity. We know a lot of you are like our founder, Justin, and are starting your businesses from scratch. So we also offer brand identity packages that can include your logo design, business cards, a digital promotional flyer, customized documents, announcements, and more. We understand what it's like to start from scratch and can meet you where you are in your business. Email info at univercole.design, U-N-I-V-E-R-C-O-L-E, for a consultation and view the Univercole portfolio on Instagram and Facebook at Univercole, U-N-I-V-E-R-C-O-L-E. And now back to the Cole Logic Podcast. Oh yeah, you are now tuned in to another Whole Logic Experience That man said, we are still in the black man's guide to understanding the black woman Shout out to the queen Shahrazad Ali. Oh, oh. Uh, uh. Info will be at the bottom for you to buy that. Uh, you can buy it on Amazon. But I think recently she just changed it. Excuse me. Just had my protein shake. So I think she just recently changed it to go to eBay. So I'm gonna find that eBay link and change that up for y'all. Cause she said Amazon been tripping, which is true. Cause this is why she signed my book. Just to remind y'all, I know it's been 12 chapters since I showed y'all that. But yeah. So, or you can be your own boss and go look that shit up yourself. Cause it's just on eBay. I got all the information on there for you to just copy and paste and do what you do. We all got the ability. With that being said, I'm still gonna read y'all this book because if I, if this was on available, well, it was available to me. But because it was available to me, I'm gonna make it available to y'all too to listen to while y'all writing. Chapter to chapter. Uh, I understand I'm not the greatest order, but you just gonna have to deal. And shout out to Poem Praise too. She's still out there reading. With that being said, we're gonna get into this. Chapter 13 is where we're at. What we're going to talk about is the black woman's education and career, which talks about her behavior on the job, 
her salary and the prestige that it comes with. Let's get into it. I believe this is a short chapter. So if y'all see me. If y'all see me in the shirt again, it's because I'm doing two chapters. But yeah, we in this thing. Water first. <clears throat> Appreciate y'all for letting me get that water. Now. The so-called professional black woman is a wonder to behold. She loves her job and the public acclaim it affords her. She is a workaholic when challenged by her boss to complete certain tasks. She tries to make certain comrades of her co-workers and often confides in them about her home life and will try to build her entire life around her job if allowed to. Mm if allowed to her main focus is to achieve the highest possible title available in her field and to make the most money doing so she also hopes to be considered the best dressed employee ever she will spend humongous sums of money on the clothes so she can look more prosperous than she is uh oh somewhere Along the line, the black woman adopted the foolish idea that she should wear a different outfit to work every day of the year if possible. She is so selfish and self-centered she believes that her co-workers count her outfits and by doing so can tell what she has. And she puts forth a great effort to make sure they think she has a ton of clothes. While on her tip-top job, she stays late for meetings, volunteers for special assignments, hauls home a briefcase full of papers every night, and will treat her boss, white or black, with extra charm if she thinks it will help her get ahead in both title and salary. She is exceptionally proud of her alma mater and prides herself on getting a full college education that qualifies her for special jobs. She thinks it makes her superior, and if her man happens not to have attended college, she will throw it up in his face whenever she has a sophisticated talk with him about something he's not familiar with. She's learned a lot of her nonsense about the black woman's place from her former education, or should it be called miseducation? She it seemed to adjust her values and demeanor to fit it and get along on her job. All of the on-the-job principles that white America adhere to are accepted by her and she tries to live up to them also. If her man tells her she is spending too much time on her job, she may rebel and say he is just jealous of her career and doesn't want her to get ahead and make more money than he does. She has the same kind of irrational explanation for everything the black man asks her of while she is working of her big time gig. She will come home bragging about her accomplishments on the job and about her great boss and what a fantastic man he is. Or that she just spent 
such and such on a present for her boss or my boss is taking me out to dinner. It matters not to her that her own family or man needs her at home to fix dinner for them. She convinces the black man that she cannot be stopped because she is on a roll moving up in the world. A world that is not hers because a world, her world is one that should be rotating around the black nation. I'm going to read that one again because I messed it up and it's important. It matters not to her that her own family or man needs her at home to fix dinner for them. She convinces the black man that she can not be stopped because she is on a roll moving up in the world. A world that is not hers because her world is one that should be rotating around the black nation. Unlike any other species, the black female rejects her natural mate and offspring to cling to the culture of others in the name of holding down a job. She reminds the black man of his perceived financial shortcomings by saying, you know we need the money. If she gets a hard-earned promotion, she boasts to everyone in earshot about how she pleased her employer enough with her dedication service to get promoted. She doesn't know the black man doesn't mind her earning a high salary. It doesn't really make him feel less of a man and he doesn't feel a need to compete with her. It's just that she can't handle it herself. Her feelings of guilt are self-nurtured. She is the one who becomes uncomfortable about how much money she earns, especially if it's more than her man. Give me a second. <coughs> Water. I don't know if you could tell by now, but I don't talk much, which is why I be coughing like this. But I'm going to get over it. She is the one who becomes uncomfortable about how much money she earns, especially if it's more than her man. If she shared her money with her man and put it all in one pot, she would not be so apt to feel superior or to make him feel inferior. Nevertheless, she parades around claiming that she wishes she could find a man who is not intimidated by her high salary or corporate image. Her equation, her equation, I think it's supposed to say her equating. Her equating that money equals power in her relationship with the black man is unfound. Oh, okay, no, I, it was right. I should have just killed. Her equation that money equals power in her relationship with the black man is unfounded, yet she thinks money is the measure of who is in charge of making decisions in the home. Of course, this idea creates a lot of problems for the black man in the home. The black man is supposed to be the boss in his home and it has nothing to do with who makes the most money. The black woman belongs to the black man and everything she owns also belongs to him. All ancient black civilizations were set up in, a, in this way because it is a system that allows man to be in a more powerful position with the added clout of the wealth of his wives. 
if a black man nags, I'm sorry, if a black woman nags the black man about not making enough money or expounds daily about how he should have more ambition, he will surely seek out another mate who accepts him without consoling his wallet. Consulting his wallet. The black woman mistakenly thinks that if she nags the black man long enough or stays mad at him long enough or refuses his affection long enough that it will make him give in and submit to her ideas. Instead, it runs him away and he is outside looking for peace of mind. This peace of mind may come in the form of another woman, drugs, alcohol, or other or other than normal perversions of which there are plenty when the black woman is cross with the black man and breaks his peace he is unable to function in his normal way if he is able to function it is because he has been forced to develop an i don't care or fuck it attitude they don't say fuck it in the book i said fuck it but y'all know what F it means. That restores him to calm. I'm going to read that again. Because I interrupted myself. Excuse me. If he is able to function. It is because. He has been forced to develop. An I don't care. Or fuck it. Attitude. Because of the few tip. Oh my god. I just skipped the whole sentence. A fuck. Uh, I don't care. A fuck it attitude. That restores him to calm. He develops this attitude because of the futility of trying to get his points over to a black man. I keep messing up. I'm going to get it together. Hold up. Hold up. Alright. Do this one more time. If he is able to function, it is because he is forced to develop an I don't care or fuck it attitude that restores him to calm. He develops this attitude because of the futility of trying to get his points over to the black woman who rejects them. Futility. Gotta look that one up. She wants him to suffer if she is displeased with him in any way. She will withhold the peace until she is satisfied. He has been punished enough and has learned his lesson. Well, not exactly his lesson, but her lesson. She fights in the same way to defend her right to work, control her own money, and to be excused from womanly duties. If she attends a party at work, she often uses another voice. Laughs at jokes or incite or incidents which are not funny to blacks and is chummy with her other co-workers. Although she is not on the job to socialize or fraternize, she becomes adept at appearing to be interested in office jokes. Sometimes off-color stories and other kinds of conversations not fit for the ears of a black woman when told by strangers. On some jobs, the black woman is still subject to be pinched, patted on the behind, touched in a familiar way, and fondled at will by her boss or bosses. 
The black woman sometimes accepts this kind of disrespectful action because she wants to keep her job and thinks that if she does not go along with the touching and patting that she will be fired. And she will in most cases. Most of this goes on and on several levels of employment. On the more classy jobs, many of them file lawsuits claiming sexual harassment. But on more menial jobs, black women do not know how to defend themselves. If a black man should get a wind of a report, the black woman is being offended physically by her boss. He should demand that she quit the job. No job is so important that the black woman exchanges her dignity for a few dollars more. Older black women are also subject to this kind of behavior from their male bosses and feel they are defenseless because they need the job. Black men should question their women, their sisters, and their mothers to make sure they are not being disrespected on the job. Unfortunately, interracial dating has become commonplace in the workplace and many black women feel honored if their white boss or white co-worker shows special personal interest in them. Office romances of all kind are apt to surface if she is spending several hours a day with another black another man other than her own. If a man and women spend extensive time together and develop intimate communications from the close proxy they are working in daily or nightly, the black man should be aware that nature will take its course. Unless the two co-workers are totally repulsed by each other, the potential for an affair is present. The black woman will work closely and dedicated with the man on her job and cooperate fully to complete a project. Of course, of course, her motivation is financial. It's her job she thinks she is performing just for the money. If she must work outside the home, and many black women have talents other, others can benefit from, the black man should make sure that the environment is safe. Safe. From sexual harassment and safe from overly close involvement with other men. The black woman romanticizes a lot and she is not above comparing her boss or co-workers to her man at home and deciding that the farmer has more to offer her or they have more in common. Today's ideas of work are specific and competitive and those who have chosen to to work must adopt the same ideas of the job hosting them. The black woman is not exempt from these perspectives. From these perspectives. She has leaped into a fray head first. Things are seemingly moving so fast she no longer has time to examine her motivations or actions. She looks about her and sees what's going on with others and believes she must match the tempo of their pace if she wants to achieve. She is constantly concerned about what they will think about how she dresses, how she looks, what she has, who and who her man is. She notes that the black man is more often than not absent, missing from the job, seen because of lack of skills, prison, old age, drugs, craziness, illness, and dissatisfaction. 
She feels more alone today than she has ever been before. Mm. Oh my god. That is such That is such prophecy that she wrote this in 89. Cause right now on the YouTubes, if you watching the YouTubes, you might know who Kevin Samuels is. And his famous slogan. Go ahead. Die alone. And then all the girls be like, I'm not gonna die alone. Yeah, my mama say the same thing. She alone right now. The media have set up such a bad and unwholesome picture of the black man that she is often embarrassed to even be associated with a black man who is not wearing a suit or carrying a briefcase. She considers it beneath her dignity to develop a relationship with what is referred to as a blue collar worker. boy Kevin Samuels study this book because he is also famous for exposing women for having discontent with a man that's not have value so much so that if she makes more than him then she will need she will feel like or she will be obligated to feel like she needs to take the alpha position in the relationship. It's kind of wild. It's kind of wild. She has adopted the standards of white America and believes her education makes her superior to the black man who may not have the same interests or options. In fact, if a so-called intelligent, attractive, successfully employed black woman dates or becomes generally interested in a black man who her friends considers to be below her status, her friends will criticize her and remind her that she should be with a doctor or a lawyer or etc. Black women think that they are too good for some black man when in effect it is the direct opposite. Mm. Some black men are too good to have put up with some of the funky dispositions of today's black women. The black man should be himself and exercise his power and will over. I'm sorry. The black man should be himself and exercise his power and will over the black woman. Her harbor degree or office door nameplate has no place in the personal affairs with her man. It is no value there. The only place her training and education has value is on her job. And she should be reminded to leave her hoity-hoity, hoity-toity behavior on the job where it belongs. Hoity-toity. That's, that's a phrase for your ass. At 89, hoity-toity. If you over the age of 35... Type in the comments and let me know if you heard the, the phrase hoity-toity. 
I'd appreciate that. And like and like this video too. Thank you. Thank you very much. This is not to say that the black woman should be kept down on the farm rooting potatoes. Certainly she should be educated in intelligence, courteousness, cleanliness, cheerfulness, and dependability. I gotta write that down. Intelligence, courteousness, cleanliness, cheerfulness, and dependability. When I swipe on the swipes now, I'm gonna write them five words down. What are you looking for? Fuck <laughs> Kevin Samuel shit. Fit, feminine, friendly. That's close. The black woman is equally baffled about why the unemployed black man cannot find a job and settle into for a zillion years until retirement. <laughs> it appears so simple to her and she has no problem finding work of some kind if she really sets her mind to it. She has several survival cushions at her disposal not readily available to the black man. If she is single, she can sometimes easily move in with a girlfriend, move back home, or with another relative. If she has children and falls on hard times, she can get welfare, food stamps, medical care, and a place to live. She can get these benefits sick or well. No matter what her age, she can get them literally as, as long as she likes. The black man is in no such position. If he falls upon hard times, it is difficult, if not impossible, he for, for him to find a place where he is welcome to live with no money. Males do not readily take each other in as women do. Black women also do not take in a black man who cannot pull his own weight financially. If he has a relationship with several women who he remains in contact with, Sometimes he can live with them for a short while before they become impatient with his displacement and start making snide remarks about his being out of work. His other option is to try to move back home if he has relatives or to become homeless and live in a shelter or on the streets as many black men do. <clears throat> I'll be watching too much content, man. Because that right there, I was just listening to Jason Black. If you don't know who Jason Black is, you can type in your Googles, type in your YouTube Googles for the Black Authority or the Black Channel or TBA. There's a channel for all of those somewhere. And there's a lot of talk about the power dynamic of racism because you know in the red pill space they talk about the power dynamic of relationships racism ain't no different to be honest there's an alpha position and a lower position and in order for the alpha position to stay in the alpha position it needs to benefit from the lower position So, he was talking about how 
uh, Bruce Beach or Manhattan Beach over on the West Coast. They are gentrifying it currently. And a caller called in. And he was uh, white Cuban. He wasn't black Cuban, he was white Cuban. And they was talking about the situation there. And Jason Jason Black, to verify that the guy was being authentic, he just asking them questions about where the place was at, like to the point where the highway's at. And then, um, and ask them a lot of, just a bunch of questions, but that's not important. They was talking about how Skid Row, and he was like, hey, when you go past Skid Row, how many white people, or no, he was Cuban, so he was like, how many uh, Spanish people do you see down there? I'm like, uh, not that many. He's like, well, like, maybe two out of 30. <laughs> Like, well then how many white people shit maybe one of them <laughs> and I was like oh so most of them are black and he's like yeah and he's like the, he's like the Spanish and the white people that's homeless they they're content with being homeless and they they want to stay there but the black people are are have been recently displaced from gentrification and a lot of them are men can't afford to stay where they were staying at because the properties getting higher but that's why niggas need not to work for these niggas and to make something for themselves now where was I he certainly cannot move back home as readily as a black woman his mother a black woman eventually feels the same way as other black women he should get out and get a job any job as long as he can make some money and she he should get out and get him a woman or he should get out period black women give no consideration to the jobless rate of black men and boys in general she is not the least bit concerned with what she considers false pride about what kind of job he will take how much money he desires to earn or how much how he must be treated on the job in order to stay on it. He is expected to suffer any kind of insults or vile treatment as long as he makes some money. Any complaints he makes about why he quits a job or refuses to take one or are considered to be lame excuses for laziness. She has never been a black man in a white society. She has no concept of what it is like. If she lets him move in with her or continue to live with her when he loses his job or quits his job, it's not long before she makes him feel like he is the lowest creature in the swamp as if the sign total of his self-worth is based on the dollar. This is another contradiction because she claims she wants the black man home with her, but only when she's there and only if he gives up some money. She takes the lessons of a... I wasn't ready to read the next word, so I'm going to start that over. (laughs) She takes the lessons of the whore. If a man sleeps with her, he owes her money for the privilege. No romance without finance, or you have to pay to play, are her slogans. If the man she is interested in does not have an education that equals hers, he must be at least 
A self-made man have a business or inherited money or drug money or other, but he must have some money to make up for his scholastic ignorance or the potential to be taught a little class according to her idea. She expects the uneducated black man to be extra special in bed. He must be able to do something that she can use as an explanation to her friends about why she is with him. She does not think of telling them that she loves him for being himself or for his values or because he loves her and treats her well. When not working at all, everything she is examined with suspicious because Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped some words. When not working at all, everything he says is examined with suspicion because she thinks if he isn't working with his working his opinion and authority is invalidated and void until he gets another job. No job, no respect. She may even lose interest in him sexually because she claims she can't get her mind off bills. When he is not working or paying her in some way, she thinks she is providing sex for free. Brightening the spectrum, if the black man quits or gets fired from his good job, the black woman panics more than he does. She calls her parents and everyone else she knows to inform them of the bad news. All these people advise her about how to handle it as if she were the wounded party. She immediately becomes worried that she and or the children will starve to death. She launches a panic rocket landing on the thought of her living in a barrel somewhere in the subway. Instead of trying to comfort her man and assure him that they can work something out, she may mention the fact that she can get a part-time job in addition to her full-time one. Her financial security is even sh easily shaken because she can't bear the thought that she might have to change her lifestyle of living and give up a few of her material things and god forbid the neighbors are finding out she becomes convinced that if he got fired he must have done something wrong or whatever he whatever happened he should have preserved his job most of them believe that the security is working in the system for white owned entities another y'all remember when terry cruz Tried to jump on the Me Too bandwagon and said that he did that because that's what his wife wanted him to do. She think he worked more working for the man. That's crazy. I think he do too. Um, where was I? Many black men never stop looking for the opening by which they can escape a job owned by someone else and own one of his own. Mm. I'm going to read that again because that's what I'm at in life. Many black men never stop looking for the opening by which they can escape a job owned by someone else and own one of his own. His plight at that time is another whole tub of worms and worry. His woman may or may not help him in his quest to go for self. 
And if he should fail, and some ideas do fail, she lets him know that he should have known that it wouldn't work in the first place. If she really does not like her new business venture idea, she will be withhold. She will withhold her help. Mm. If she really does not like the, this new venture idea, she will withhold her help. The problem with the black woman present presents the black man with regarding her behavior in the workforce or how she acts when she works on the same jobs that he does or she demonstrates her fierce competitive aura makes for bad vibes between them <clears throat> I gotta read that again cause that's pertinent hey, it's a lot of pertinent information in there the problems with the black woman pre presents the black man with regarding her behavior in the workforce or how she acts when she works on the same job as he does or how she demonstrates her fierce competitive aura makes for bad vibes Ooh. between them yeah <sighs> or how she demonstrates her fierce competitive aura makes for bad vibes between them he is sick of tired sick and tired of all the women's lib boldness and fed up with her aggressive actions the black man has responded to the black woman's aggressive aggression in the workforce by retaliating in the following ways one he stays away from her two he keeps his contact superficial and platonic three he does not voluntarily help her financially four he has turned to the white woman and the oriental for love. Five, he declines and ducks marriage. Six, he does not make a full emotional commitment. Seven, he does not share his ideas with her. Eight, he becomes bitter towards all women in general. Nine, in many cases, he withdraws from her bed. Ten, he does not plan on a future that includes her. All these are important because they were just talking about how high-value men ex explore options and how other men cheat. I don't really subscribe to the high-value principles because Because I don't think the that value is steadily high. If that makes sense. Follow me, follow me. If we think about economics, think about graphs, think about the stock market, um, there's points in the stock market where it crashes and there's points where it bubbles and peaks right now if you're saying it's a high value that means that's a low value that means 
things are viable and then all the other shit in between and then these people stay here these people stay here these people stay here these people stay here right right and in order to get out of those levels you gotta be extraordinary right now follow me follow me with the peak value you understand that in life there's ebbs and flows my nigga there's peaks and valleys right but if you continue on your path those peaks and valleys rise y'all following me y'all now with those why I think peak value is more adequate to this conversation is because your purpose is to maintain the peaks so you can keep rising because there's always going to be valleys or obstacles that make valleys something like that y'all y'all will get where I was going <laughs> but anyway hey I got off what I was talking about but yeah peak value basically that when, when men understand their value they understand that they are able to make these decisions right Without conviction To where Your bullshit don't gotta be tolerated <laughs> That's pretty much it Bullshit don't gotta be tolerated Regardless if he High value Or low value There's always a There's always a Female counterpart at that value that will accept his value there's homeless people together just remember that it might not be good for some of you out there that think you're worth more than the homeless but if you ever go no go down to that level just know somebody will accept you <laughs> Back to the book. The black woman has the misplaced notion that she can treat the black man any way that she pleases and that he has to take it if he wants the sex. This has proven once again to be another failed plan because the black man, while mostly silent, is usually using the nonviolent skills listed above to get back at her. She in return she in turn becomes more adamant in her charges against him and the standoff continues. The black woman is convinced that she must go for herself and achieve her own personal goals. She will fully complete what the black man to do to prove her superiority and flaunts among the society bellowing her achievements. Professional gain has taken precedence over her male relationship. The black man does not have any special worth to her. He is just another opponent who persists in getting in her way as she mounts the glistening rungs of the corporate ladder. Any advancement outside of her 
of the home is considered high achievement, no matter how many casualties she causes. When she is criticized for competing with the black man for the best jobs under the white man's employment system, she is dismissed her evil intent and claims that the black man is just a sore loser and not qualified as she is. She gives less than a damn about his need to have adequate funds to support his family. She wants allocates. I'm sorry, I said allocates. She wants accolades from her co-workers and other strangers. And she wants material things that cost cash money. She believes she can outdo the black man in every category. And she takes pride in being labeled as a tough bitch on the job. She takes special pleasure in, have, in her never-ending plight to prove her equality with the black man, the white woman, and the white man. Dang, y'all trying to compete with all three? Y'all know you ain't got to do that, right? She feels inadequate to all three groups and is often compelled to achieve higher pay and higher recognition as a defense mechanism. All of this is not to say the black woman should not work outside the home, but a job does, does promote the idea of independence and separation, especially in the brass-lit and carpeted corridors of the corporate world. If she does not know what to expect and plan how she will and plan how she will defer negative stumbling blocks. She is doomed to become a victim of peer pressure and change for the worse. Any change she make it, makes contrary to what her man wants and expects of her will be detrimental. If working outside the home interferes with the child rearing, taking care of her husband and attending the house, the black woman should only work part time and quit the job altogether. Yes, it is a sacrifice, but it is a major way to put the black man back in the spot of head of the house and the breadwinner. The black man should access the situation, decide how he wants to live and whether or not her financial contribution is worth he and the children giving up what they need from the wife and the mother in his home. If he approves of her working, then he should cooperate with her in maintaining the home and taking care of the children. It doesn't have to be 50-50, but he should help. OT time. It's some overtime in this. Hold up, hold up. This, I think that means she added this later. Oh, oh, oh. So, overtime. On the issue of the black woman working overtime. Oh. We talking about working overtime. Well, on the issue of the black woman working overtime, please know that black women want to please their bosses. Many of them will work late into the evening and into the night, Saturdays or Sundays or full weekends. Obviously, to do this, she must neglect other areas of her life that require care and maintenance. Cooking dinner and cleaning the house, spending time with her man often go lacking due to her hectic overtime schedule. No black woman should become dedicated to her job or so-called career if it requires her to neglect her family. As priority stress, mealtime is a very important event in the black household. All schedules should be adjusted wherever possible to allow for mealtime congregating of the family members. This is a f similar to an every evening reunion of the group. 
if the black woman finds it unavoidable to get out of working overtime, she should prepare all her meals on the weekend and freeze them so they can be reheated each weekend evening for dinner. Or get up early each morning to fix the dinner's meals. Under no circumstances should the black woman in, I'm sorry, under no circumstances should the black man and his children have to eat junk food or scuffle around the kitchen on their own just so the black woman can work overtime on someone else's job. Her job first, I'm sorry, her first job and her first responsibility is to her man and family. Small children especially need their mother home with them in the evening and weekends should somehow be devoted to some relaxed family time or outside activities together. Of course, it is impossible to maintain this schedule every weekend, but at least once a month the family should participate in a group activity from communal enjoyment. And she needs to cut her overtime down. It is a also wise at this time that he asks her what she intends to do with the extra money she is earning. And that my friends will conclude chapter 13. That is another Collagic Bookshare. Remember we reading the black man's guide to understanding the black woman. One of these days I'll get around to changing the link at the bottom from Amazon to eBay. Cause that's what she get in her uh, that's what she would like you guys to purchase the book now uh, Amazon be tripping I'm a witness to that because I ordered one it said it delivered I didn't get it a month later I realized I didn't get it so I had to email her and let her know with that being said your boys out I might come back read chapter 14 in a second thank you thank you very much oh yeah hit the cash out or the venmo at the bottom make sure you go to my solo.to slash cold logic x solo s-o-l-o dot t-o t-o <laughs> slash cold logic x and we out.